I really do mean it when I say your eyebrows look phenomenal. Get close to the mic, bitch. Okay. Um, well, it's, it's not much of a story as much as it's just a product that I bought that I want to share with you. Okay, um, because so much has happened since we last recorded. and I Oh, it's, ahead, oh, it's true. What are you referring to? <laughs> you know, there's All a glimmer of hope again in the world. Yeah. People dance in the street. It was like Mardi Gras. So I purchased this um, oh, yeah. really cute lip stain by Lip Slut. <laughs> it's called Fuck Trump. Oh, I've seen that online and I wanted to buy it and it was sold out. So it's in the color fake news and it's probably my favorite color. I'm so happy that one of us has that. Every tube that they, that you purchase, they donate money to like a human rights campaign. Um, and I just think this is one of the best purchases I've ever made because this lip stains my, probably my favorite. Are you wearing it right now? I am wearing it right now. I might have to buy one. I just, okay. Um, That's hysterical. (laughs) No, isn't it so funny and so cute? Yeah. And it um, is a re- for a good cause. Yeah. So fuck Trump for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where we left our listeners. Um, yeah. Was for Christmas Eve. It was a different world the last oh, we talked no. to them. Welcome for back to the podcast. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm Kate. I'm Emma. And this is Embrace the Basic, a podcast where we talk about not only hating Donald Trump, um, but oh, we only needed some listeners. Oh, um, no, about oh, embracing. No. Come back. <laughs> no, don't. But please don't. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about how basic we are and why it's okay, and to stop, stop trying to not be that. And just lean in. What are we Correct. talking about today? Before we talk about our, before we do our standing segments. The last, the last we left you, it was just such a different world. We yeah. We didn't, it's like it, the sun didn't shine as bright and the birds didn't chirp as sweet. It was momentous that day. I remember very specifically, guys, I was in a Trader Joe's when I found out. Uh, that's fucking shocking. So first of all, I just want to start off the story with that. My day, you know, it was like I hadn't slept in three days. I went on a yeah. date. It was a disaster. We'll get to oh, that yes. later. And then on Saturday, I woke up and I was like, I'm going to go do my Trader Joe's day. So I had to go bring my trash to my like dumpster where my mm-hmm. complex is, but it's it's on the other side of the complex, so you have to like put in your car to drive it over. Mm-hmm. And my dumbass bring a drove hefty bag to Trader Joe's with a bag of trash in my car because I, I forgot like to drop it off. Kind of poetic. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just so used to trash sitting next to me. It anyway. So I get to Trader Joe's. The trash is in my car, but I'm like, well. So I go into Trader Joe's in your car in the White House. <laughs> So I go to Trader Joe's and I'm doing my thing and I'm like bopping around and I get it. I got some calls, like people like FaceTime me and I was like, what the heck? And then I opened some text messages and then everyone, like it started like dominoes. Like everyone was like, oh, oh, he, did it. he won, he won, Biden won, yes. And it was like exploding with joy in Trader Joe's. I was, um, oh, I just wanted to know if you saw your boyfriend at Trader Joe's. I did. It was a great day. He was, he seemed really happy. He was like, did Biden win? I was like, yeah. Yeah. Let me buy you a drink. You should have said that. I was in a cafe that was serving, not in the cafe, obviously. Um, I was outside of, in outdoors, a cafe that was being run out of an LL Bean in Freeport, Maine. Wow. You're such a And I suddenly looked at, I know, I suddenly looked at my phone and I had 57 missed messages and I was like, uh, this isn't my normal amount of messages. (laughs) 
Yeah, it is, you popular little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was sitting in my backyard painting a radiator cover. Mm-hmm. Eric was repotting our plants. And then I oh, glanced down so at my phone being like, I bet there's no news. And then I was like, holy shit. I think he did it. I had been refreshing and refresh, and like everyone was like, "Oh, I'm not doing that. I just can't do it." And I'm like, "I can. I can. I got the time. <laughs> I want to know." Oh, guys, I have to ask. Damn. All right, so like, who like who was like your crush the whole time? Oh, John are we King about- is a Virgo, and I was. What about Steve? I mean, I love Steve, of course, of course. I don't know his name, but he looked a little like Dan from Veep, and he kept sitting down and then running up to his little magic board, John and, like, King? pointing at it. It was on ABC. I don't um, know. You know they were calling them um, chart throbs. <laughs> <laughs> they, you just, you know, it's like I felt like I was in a relationship with with the guys at the chart. My roommate and I watched it, and we actually, for like every news anchor that we thought was hot, we like were like, "What's the left hand situation? Like, is there a ring? Does, can we yeah. see a ring? Do we Mary? have exciting? As if we have a chance." You and might. all stopping us is if they're single. The future is not. nothing but bright now. That's true. Anything could anything could happen. Um, my neighbors came out to get their mail while we were um outside, like celebrate. I'm not even bullshitting you guys. I cried a little. Like it just felt. Oh my god! Everyone, I didn't yeah. cry until Super. a couple days later. I was listening to NPR and they were just like talking, and this guy called in and was like, "I can like look my daughters in the eye now." Yeah, and I like up. I really did tear up. It hit me. It, I don't. It think was I just such myself- a thing of like. I turned to Eric and I was like, will you hold me? Like, I just feel oh, so happy. Like, yeah, the the thought that I might actually have control over my own fucking body again. Like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Um, And it was really emotional. And so what made me cry even harder was our neighbors came out and they, to get their mail. We were sitting out there and they were like, good morning. And I was like, it's a great morning. Did you guys check the news? <laughs> and then um, <laughs> the girl who lives there, she goes, oh, did he? No. She like runs away, comes back, and just bursts into tears. And I was like, "Oh, I got to be like." And then now I'm crying because she's crying. And I was just like, "And you could hear all the horns and cheering because yeah. we live so close to the square." It was I just, just like never thought I could be so excited about like Biden. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I've uh, never I, in my I, life been so like thrilled and like relieved for a moderate. Like, I am candidate. happy. <laughs> Mala Harris, first African American woman vice president, I, I think is actually pretty freaking cool. Yeah. It's a little um, sad that the it thing took is, so long. It's like, I think it's yeah. less about, I, and I think a lot of people would agree, it's really less about them winning and more about the, that the people spoke and the people like <laughs> saw that there was someone who was abusing yeah. so many people and felt that it's like, we we can't continue we can't allow this to go on so like it, right it was really like i felt so proud as like an american it's like the first time yeah. i felt like proudly american in so american. long yeah exactly but the opposite of that song you guys point. i told you guys about that trump truck that i walk by on my way home every day oh god um on one of the streets and it has a big american flag decal and it says four more years and then i went to go leave a fake parking ticket on it for being a butthead because i thought that would be so funny and then there are um i was for some reason i was like i shouldn't i'm I'm too much of a goody two shoes but i had the pen i had the paper i was ready and i went home and i told eric he was like there's a security camera on that car i know the one you're talking about there's stickers smile you're on camera so then the next day i walked home and i was like oh my god i see the little stickers on the back it hasn't been there since election day and then uh, Friday, what time is a who knows anymore, I was walking home and there was the truck with no decals, just like <laughs> faded from where the stickers had been. 
And that's I was so like, beautiful. motherfucker, that's the funniest that's thing I've ever all, seen. Such all I can say is at least they're accepting defeat and not feeding into this like crazy conspiracy theory that you mean how he's squatting in the white house <laughs> stop the count well, melania is ready she had that moving truck she was out but that's Thursday. what my mom said she was yeah. out she was like bye yeah. my mom said melania's had her bags packed since monday oh for sure and then i sent her the screen grab of the fucking moving truck, truck. <laughs> it was so funny um <laughs> listen i was a bunch of little politicos um the last thing i'll say is ladies and gentlemen if you're listening do not get complacent in this win. We have so much shit to do. We have a lot to do. It's merely the beginning. But yeah. to that, what, what are you guys drinking? Oh, what are you drinking? I got a nice uh, Sauv Blanc. Sauv Blanc? Soft Blanc, as Emma calls it. Soft Blanc. I nice missed Soft Blanc. <laughs> I thought it was like a new thing. Like, a, like soft cheeses and hard cheeses? I don't know, like some kind of dry ice. <laughs> you know what? Okay, rose, I, I don't know. I like I'm the drinking. can. I bought it for the can. Cute. It's a rosé cider. I like it. It's good? Yeah, it's pretty good. This is also um, joining me after a gin and tonic that I made. So. Oh, I was nice. drinking water, and then I put it next to my foot on the floor because <laughs> um, there was no room on my desk to put it on because of all the empty cups on my desk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, I won't knock it over. I remember that it's there. And then five minutes later, I did knock it over. I did not remember it was there. Um, so now I'm drinking nothing. Neat. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I had a towel in my laundry right next to me, and I was able to just boop, just throw it right on that water spill. Mm-hmm. If anybody's listening, that's the kind of preparedness that Emma brings to the table. So send us your headshot. I was and- indeed. I never made it to to Girl Scout, but I was a brownie. Uh, um. So that's what we're drinking, and then we move into you need to not. Anybody got any need to nots? My you need to not is to myself. For an act that I did this oh past boy. week. Oh boy, is this about the date? I went on a date. <laughs> and long story short, guys. Okay, I went on a date. I've been talking to this guy like on and off for like three or four weeks. Yeesh. And it was like pretty casual. It was pretty chill. He seemed fine. So we finally went out. And let me just also like this this is a whole story, but like I'll try to keep it brief. But keep key points here. He showed up in his work uniform which is like whatever he was coming from work not the biggest deal but what, what, what job what is the job what is he? He's, he like a a house, he's like a house inspector so he had like just like a polo with like his like logo on it whatever it was it is what it was okay. fine but then but, so but he, he starts like... the date he starts the date with a espresso martini fuck that i'd be out just straight start to the i'm like okay and i was like i'll have a beer what's wrong with the espresso martini nothing it was just such a different he's just not he's not a real housewife of beverly hills i just don't understand why that's his go-to it was just for the for the atmosphere and for like i don't know i just kind of like i ordered a beer so i was like listen i would order what i want to order danielle so maybe we should be on a date because I okay. would order an espresso martini. Well, let me continue. With, Knock it over just, at the table. Let me just okay. tell you the so other far, points you've not, to this you've date. not brought me so, to your side. So <laughs> let me just. All right. So like we were like, and it was like going fine. And then like halfway through, I got like kind of bored. And <laughs> then like, maybe if you'd had an espresso martini, you would have had more energy. Well, well, <laughs> I got that. another drink. But then <laughs> it, he started drinking just like tequila on the rocks. Just like one after the other, and I was like, <laughs> "Sounds pretty mad men to me." But then this was on was this John Draper <laughs> um, exactly. But this was on Thursday, so it was like like middle of like the election week, and I was still stressed, but trying to like not think of it that night. 
but there, we were at this bar that had, or not a bar, it was like an outdoor restaurant, but it had like sports bar, like sports playing like on TVs mm-hmm. and stuff. And he kept glancing over at it and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like I just, my eyes like just always drift. And I'm like, oh no, I've it's okay. I've been looking at screens like literally all week. I get it. And he goes, <laughs> this is what he says. He goes, oh yeah, you, you were watching like that thing. I was like, the election Shut for the president of the United States. Thing. Yes, I've been watching the thing. And <laughs> the he just goes, he goes, he goes, oh yeah, how do you how do you feel about that? I was like, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Well, how see, about here's, the, there's the dilemma, right? So then I go on a moment. I'm like, human rights are non-negotiable. And the fact that we have to do this is ludicrous. And I think that it's crazy. And like, people are quick to judge things like socialism, communism without even knowing anything about it. But that's another story. Yes, comrade Daniel. <laughs> so then he just, he just, but he like, this is what he, he was like, he was like brushing it off. He was like, oh yeah, like people do feel that way. Is and he I'm like, like, How do you oh, feel? like, I don't really, I'm not into politics. So I was like, okay, if you're a Trump supporter, I, we, we gotta well, go. This is just, we're done. But the Check, worst please. thing that happened at the state is like, so again, like halfway through, I got like a little bored. And I was like, whatever it is, what it is. But he kept drinking. And I was like, all right, I'm not like dealing with messy. And he got like rude and kind of offensive because we were in, we were not in a bad area. We were in an area of Boston that like could be known as more like uh, edgy, I guess. But it it, like, it was a freaking suburb basically. Like it's like not Mm -hmm. like anything like that. And he was like saying like, kind of like racially, like, like just things that I was like not feeling. I was like, this is not it dude Ugh. but the worst thing that happened was i got into my fucking car and the moment i got my car i realized why i became so uncomfortable on the date and it's because he looks exactly like one of my fucking co-workers and i had like a she meltdown called me screaming at the top of her lungs i <laughs> thought she like hit like a deer or something favorite, fam- like favorite rappers eminem or something like bleh. yeah probably um like yeah so anyway that was my you need to not to me you need to not go on dates with possible weird <laughs> uh offensive people that look like your co-workers because it's too awkward um my need to not is with gmail for changing its logo it did yeah it's really fucking confusing i keep what? closing out of tabs it basically is the same logo over and over and over again i feel like i'm in like a fucking matrix or something like yep. Oh, like I don't know how to read anymore. Okay. I'm so it's different. It's like a wavy little M. Um, I don't remember my week, so I don't have it. <laughs> That's okay. I literally don't remember single thing I did. Um, and then our next segment is I can't even with, and um, this one's a little topical because um, this week we're talking about the Bachelor franchise and its many many spinoffs. Um, and in my sort of just note gathering, I stumbled across a little gem and I can't even with the fact that Dale Moss, who, as you know, is now <laughs> spoiler alert, Claire Crawley's fiance. No um, <laughs> he used Stop. to model for party city right. and I found Aww. pictures of him dressed up as taco <laughs> as a, um, gladiator. <laughs> As Superman? Oh, boy. That makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Yes. Of course, that's the model. Like, that's his job. Like, yeah. That's the model job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, give uh, it a Google. It's quite funny. We... Yeah. Oh, my God. 
that's they were incredible. someone photoshopped the words dale taco on top of him <laughs> dressed up with the, the maracas i can't even with that four seasons landscaping firm debacle <gasps> i'm oh sure we God. i mean everyone's heard about it um um well, I'll just explain really quickly yes. for anyone that hasn't. I, I implore you to look it up. So I think it was Giuliani's team for like the Trump campaign wanted to book the Four Seasons Hotel for a press conference. And someone booked the Four Seasons landscaping firm's parking lot where they held it anyway. I don't know why they could not go back on their word and, and just go somewhere else. But they they went in the parking lot and it was snuggled between an adult sex bookshop mm-hmm. and a crematorium. <laughs> and the person that opened the press conference was a registered sex offender and pedophile. So on brand, all in all. All for like, all right. All, like yeah. I am pretty convinced that Trump's like PR team is just trolling him at this point. I Trump's PR team is like, Stefan from SNL. Like did literally, I read an article where this, this comedian, I don't remember who, but he said, like, if I had 800 years, I could not write something as funny as that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, fuck. I just can't even with I, I thought can't. it was like an Onion article or Andy Borowitz report or something. I yeah. could not believe that it had happened in real life. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I that was... I you really it's like it was comedy it, it was, was like, pretty great it was, it a was highlight for me America's been comedy for the past four years <laughs> a tragedy pardon me yeah, yeah, they, go like, hand, they go hand in hand yeah the season finale of of America was wild like I did not see the twist coming crazy stuff going on um ooh, are we still gonna do our bachelorette recap uh, segment? we could like do a quick like summary because there's a lot that went down yeah um okay and then from We Can't Even With, now we are asking... Daniel, ask did you friend? have a can't even? No. Okay. Not really. Just want to make sure. Thank yeah. you. Um, uh, well, so, uh, ladies, will you accept this recap? Of course. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, we, we had a few episodes that happened. Yeah. We did because we took some time to process America. <laughs> so. Can I just say, I forgot his name. I'm going to call him Yugoslavia. I forgot his name. Fuck that guy. He Joseph? Is, uh, Joseph. That's him. Joseph was a genuine psychopath. I wanted to like throw my TV out the window when he yeah. was. I just think like producers her. were like, hey, we need you to get like upset or like you should you should feel like not super good. But then he like took the note and like applied it times like 80. He went insane. And then I was really mad because I went on his Instagram because I wanted to, you know, like make fun of him. And people were like support like there were other guys being like, you are so in the right, man. Like oh so right. And she is Barf. so wrong. And and wait for way to stick up for yourself, man. Like blah blah blah. And I was just like let me guess. You're all fucking single too. All Let me list. tell you, if, right. if a woman did what Yosef did, everyone would be like, "Why are you being be like, so she's dramatic?" She's crazy. Um, terrible. Yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty he wild. Lost and then his it, mind. Yeah, I love how he kept saying it was it's disrespectful for my daughter to even see this that it's a bad blah blah blah, and I don't want my daughter to see this. And then he left saying. Uh, whatever blah 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 oldest bachelor in history and i'm like well that's not very respectful would you you like that someone say that to your daughter oh yeah he said i expected more from the oldest bachelorette on instagram 
in his underwear repeatedly and yet he's so upset with claire because everyone had to strip down to their underwear and stuff so yep just wanted to i told you he's the one that i think is going to be on like a true crime doc like someone was like this man has murdered people and will murder again i would be like Duh. Yeah, like he's someone like you cut in front of him in line at Walmart, and then you're like dead in your drunk. Get read the riot act. Yeah. Oh god, he just made it made me so so angry. Yeah, it really put me back on. I thought Claire actually handled it really well. If yeah. Someone I mean, talked to me that way. I would have been sobbing. Yeah, me too. And I think she was actually pretty um, pretty uh regal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she like, handled it well. You can tell she's been to a lot of therapy. Like I really liked when. She wanted to say her piece and then he kept interrupting her and she was like, no, I listened to you just talk for 20 minutes. So now I'm going to talk and you have to listen because I listened to you. And I was like, yes. I want the uncut And then I love how all the producers and all the guys were screwing around. Dale, we need Dale. We need Dale to calm her down. That was funny though when she was like, he knew I needed him and he came and I was like, girl, you ran to him. Yeah, and the producers found him they were like <laughs> they found him at craft services and they were like you drop that pig in a blanket and you go comfort claire drop it um, poor dale he's in over his head let's go party oh i saw a meme yeah. he's in over his head yeah so then um then did after you see that, that was meme? like did you see right. that meme though where it was like um mm-hmm. fuck, what just wanted to get a few hundred instagram followers and but- now you're you have an engagement and babies on the way <laughs> oh yeah and his face is like oh dead inside <laughs> Yeah, and then I I can't remember who it was. What's his name? Um, oh my god, I'm blanking. But the guy that she went on the date with, and they kissed in the pool, and then she like flipped out. What's his name? That weird one. What was his name? Do you remember? She didn't kiss. He grabbed her neck. That weird one. I don't remember anyone. Yeah, and he got sent home. The name's yeah. Dale Chasen, who I'm not. No, it wasn't Chasen. Was exists. it Blake? What's his name? <sighs> They're all named. Blake is the one that looks like Sully from Monsters Inc. <laughs> Aww. Well, he someone does. on the internet drew that parallel and i was like yep i didn't know okay Sully was so hot, but now i get it but I, I, yeah i can't remember the guy's name but like the guy name. was in the pool with her they were on a one-on-one and he grabbed her neck and then she got the most uncomfortable like yeah ever mm-hmm. and then uh, chris harrison has been pulling his weight this season mm-hmm. he's, he's done tired. more work for his in his job this season yeah. than he has ever had to do before and i have to chase anyone over a fence post though we got to talk about that coming up. We'll get there. I have notes about Girl, that. I got notes. Um, but yeah, so pretty crazy. And then, oh my God, like, like we all knew this was coming. We all mm. knew what was going to happen. Like we called it pretty early on. Yeah. There's like so much speculation about it. But when the guys, like I, I watching it like live, I was like, oh my God, I can't, like they quarantined. Yeah. For, like weeks to do this. And then she's like, bye. Oh. Great. And then they hated Dale. They turned on Dale Man, so fast. Like biblical or something. I don't yeah. know. They were like, well, good luck for a guy who talks about kiss himself. Him on the cheek before fucking stringing him up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought it was so hysterical when, when they were bringing in Tasha and all the guys were like, I don't really know if I'm going to stay. Like, I, don't, I came here for Claire and blah, 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 blah. What if we don't like vibe and blah, blah, blah. And all, you know, in parentheses, like, what if she's not hot? Yep. And then she gets out of the limo and the same guys who were like, get ready to leave. Though. 
all the guys that were getting ready to leave were like, you know, uh, Tasha just brought a new energy and like breathes new life <laughs> into just, it. The vibe felt right. I just know? was like so pleasantly surprised to like <laughs> lay all their fucking dicks out. Like I know, I know. And then when Chris, when when Daddy Chris is like, there's another surprise. And I was like, oh no. What? And there, he's like, there's a whole limo full of more guys. I'm like, oh no, more names I'm not going to remember. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm just learning the guys now. We haven't had time with these guys. Yeah. Like, I too feel like the rug was pulled up from under me, gentlemen. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But I think, like, okay, I'm going to say my piece to Claire. I understand she's gone through a lot and I commend her for that. I know that she's done a lot of work to to heal herself. And after what she's gone through in her whole experience, I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. I do think that just from our, like, a personal like entertainment level i was kind of like getting bored of her just obviously being in love with dale happy she found him sure happy they have each other but i am so happy this wasn't like the season like i could we could not i just yeah, i would not I be able to watch it's actually this for the best that she decided like i'm not even you know i can't pretend to want any of these other men yeah so i'm just gonna peace daddy chris did not let her off easy though like when oh he was God. sitting I was down with her and he's stressed like, when he came in to talk to her you've blown up the best he was like this is my job yeah you've come he into was, my place and he was like you you've, no one's ever done this before you're the only one's ever done this before i'm like god don't be mad it's not daddy in a fun way mad. when they're like this has never happened on bachelor nation oh they loved but that not in, in the trailers. fun way like that. in the it way where like you know this doesn't happen and it's annoying yeah, and the way that he like left, went to his trailer, smashed some shit, and then went and smoked a cigarette. Like <laughs> he definitely did that smashing thing that they did in that one season that I yeah, forget. I'm excited for Tasha. I think she'll be I think she'll be fun and the guys are obviously Is um, Bennett still there? He's my favorite. Yeah. There's his little glasses. And the way Bennett. he just like strolls on by oh. Bennett? Yeah. If Bennett needs okay. to stay for a while, I, I like he him. is probably the most entertaining thing on the show he's, right now. I, love I like Easy. I think he's like, great. Easy. I like. I like Easy though. Like I yeah. like him as a person. Bennett's like a like character. A character. Yeah. But I like him. Like I right. hope I they like because I really I think he's like the only guy that like right now like I really like like yeah. or know at least. Yeah. Chasen is I always like I tell you guys this, I feel like he should be coding something in a wetsuit <laughs> and like drinking I a Red Bull. Chasen with a gun. He's the one who's like I don't know if he's real. Yeah. I don't know if he's he's a real person that exists. They're all just holograms. Yep. Uh, who was that guy that had the childhood trauma that Claire made him talk about on TV? Um, um, oh, the weird one who you like think might beat women. It was like my parents are divorced and i was like okay. yeah he All was the one that was like parents are divorced. jason <laughs> his name is else? jason with a j i was ready for him to say something like truly tragic and he never did and i was like you know come on we all have daddy issues yeah seriously uh, I started a podcast <laughs> um sorry, <laughs> but yeah i guess so that's what you missed on bachelorette we, was this no we already talked about the way she holds the flower really weird yeah you said she holds it like a squirrel a little squirrel and she kept i thought she was doing it once and thought it was cute but maybe would realize what was happening like that it looked super weird um but then she did it for every single rose and i was like 
Like well, now, what do you mean every single row is like four? Because she went home and. <laughs> no, 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 for for that that night. Oh. Uh, yeah, the one night we had roses given out. Because <laughs> they kept getting delayed or stopped. Yeah. Chris Harrison coming in, guys. There will be no rose Poor ceremony Chris. tonight. He's gonna deal with the pandemic, and now this. Like, ugh, I bet he. Ugh, he I be so stressed. Yeah, I, I. Chris, you're out there. We we're we appreciate you. Chris, if you ever want to be on the podcast, oh no God, hit us up. Invitation. Yeah, we will happily have you on. We have Dang, lots. What a of get that would be! What a get, Chris Harrison. I would be like, how we, lucky we, for Chris Harrison though to talk yeah. to us. True, true. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right, are we ready to get into the to the yeah. shindig? Definitely, I get think in. you guys. This shit's been around. In that heated pool. Ooh, I took, yeah. I took some notes. I have a couple. Um, this shit has been around since 2002. I know. How whack is that? I was 10 years old. Huh. I was nine. I, I think. I was I the same age. So I, yeah, I was, I was actually doing research about like when it first came on air. Mm-hmm. And so basically one of the main reasons why they wanted to produce a show like this was because the popularity of like competitive reality shows had had really blown up like with survivor big brother that makes um, sense road war uh, i've never road seen rules so like all of these, like competitive reality shows were becoming like really big so they wanted to find something that could um pull in other types of audiences because a lot of it was like um you know kind of athletic stuff or like you know, survivor, instead of eating bugs on a deserted island, you're you're just getting genital warts. You're doing something much more dangerous, met. trying to you find love. To cover strawberries and champagne <laughs> on um, a deserted island. Which, which I kind of, I, I kind of like thinking about like how the show is like crafted. It makes sense because it's less about like people really like, like finding love and connecting no. and more about like, humiliating them and making them like dig through a cake to find we are watching hot people do hot people things and wear hot people dresses Mm -hmm. and make hot people kissing now sounds and that's um the audio is rough for me i will say did you know that's why they don't eat on any of the dates is because why do they um, have to make out with their microphones? Because it's just disgusting. I don't know what the difference is, but they're not allowed to eat on the dates because the mic picks up the chewing. It makes me think to myself: Do I hate kissing? Do I never want to kiss again? Because this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't like ASMR. That makes sense. Um, and then another thing I read once on the floor. was um, the a lot of the women had to cash in their four hundred one k's to buy the gowns. That is. That's right, because they don't pay for their they they have to oh. pay for their own um, gowns. Yeah, wild. And like the fact that like you think about like people taking off like at least what two three months of work. Yeah. Do they have to be couture gowns? Like, you know. Well, can you just go to the nice part of H and M? Like, <laughs> they no. Have you never met another woman, Emma? They put the fear so of God in you. Amazing! Yeah. I can't imagine that anything would look bad on them. Like they That's can pull anything um but you've heard those stories of how they like starve them and plow them with liquor and then they like they stoke the fire of the fight that's why they're all crying all the time because they're not sleeping and they're not and the the manipulation that these producers yeah do to them so that they they can show a certain type of Mm -hmm. uh character in their show 
that's kind of gross when you like dissect what this is like exploiting people yeah. and like putting their like like something as like emotionally fragile as love at the stake of it yeah. but it's entertaining as hell so please keep doing it sympathy most of the time because after the first season it's kind of like you mm. know if you sign up for it you know exactly what you're getting into except True. um that one season with what was his name adrian or something the race car driver and ari what was her name oh, ari I, and what's her name that honestly they filmed it and they didn't edit it i was like this is genuinely brutal and i'm not having fun watching this kind of emotional yeah. disaster we will get to ari yeah I, like I, no I, take I, backs okay. she didn't sign up for this yeah I, that i was sympathetic towards i had most other things I'm i like, had like a whole breakdown during that season um i watched it in a bar with kate oh yeah that's right you watched and we ever the bar was silent yeah it was tense <laughs> yeah i i think it's i think it's funny that these terms like rose ceremony fantasy suites journey connection yeah. <laughs> here for the right reasons is mm-hmm. like all oh, very yeah. like in our and lexicon also, uh, uh, but it's like just funny to think that like at one point this wasn't and i just think you should know that yeah oh the people that like champion they're like i'm gonna tattle also my other um can can i have a sec can i steal you a sec can i steal him for a sec hey um can i just like butt in like butt in two minutes hi hi how are you hey man Um, what's good can i just you know manifest dual stuff what i wanted to ask you guys um, what was the season, the first season that you really watched, like, dedicatedly? Mine was okay. in 2011 uh-huh. with Brad. Brad, that uh, was a couple before me. But, yeah, so I, I watched Brad, and then I didn't really watch the two in between, or the few in between, and then I watched Ben Higgins' season, like, yeah. very religiously. But I watched i'd never seen it before like in high school or anything like that and then i went to college and i was living with these roommates and a shout out to kelsey who put on the bachelor it was sean lowe's season and i remember being like i gotta be a team player like i gotta watch with the girls and i got so fucking into it and the second that adorable little graphic designer from seattle came on named Catherine, which is my name she had her like cute little nose pierced i was like she's winning this she's fucking winning this and then when I called it and she did win that season, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is like crack cocaine. Like, I need to do this again. Like, I felt like oh yeah, I had a thing I was invested in, like sports. Like, we did like a fantasy um, bachelor, bachelorette, like bracket. Oh, yeah. the, the bracket? Yeah. I, yeah. I was never into it in high school or college. I The only reality shows I really watched were Project Runway and America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gold. then, Kate, you wanted to watch it it was rachel season that was the first season i watched yeah. through. i'd seen like one or two episodes before that and thought they were like funny but i'd never watched like i didn't have a problem with it i just right. didn't ever get into it and then you took me to this bar that would yeah. show it on the tvs like it was a sports bar mm-hmm. and then would ring ding this like wrestling bell it was awesome the rose was given out it was so funny oh, it was so that. fun the like i was like is this why people like sports like, yeah i'm having so yeah. much fun <laughs> and i think of, that's like, a huge part of it is like the camaraderie of like these yep. women being like like, how much do you just want to fucking root for someone? Like, it's the yep. whole reason you watch shows or romantic comedies is, like, you want to see someone get what they deserve. And I feel yeah. like it was a, a wild season to, to start with. Totally. Like, Rachel season, um, oh. that was another question I had for you guys, was, like, out of all the Bachelorettes, like, who would you want 
in your girl gang and Rachel's one of mine like I feel yeah, like she I, would I ride or die for you did not care for Rachel after she picked the wrong man I don't trust your oh, taste I was anymore so, I was so sad I, I cried like, I think that's like this was right after Trump was elected, yeah. and Emma and I left that bar, and we were like, "What? The I literally like, why? Was why can't I we was have like, nice but she's things. gonna go back to Peter, right? Like, right? She's gonna to. go back. This is ridiculous. He, on I, the to this day, floor. I follow him on Instagram. He is so fucking hot, you guys. So I, hot. I would leave oh. everything for him. I was, I was so devastated because he was my favorite from the start, and I, yeah. I called it like the first night. I was like, yeah that's him but mm-hmm. i loved rachel i also really liked um rebecca from re season becca oh i liked i always liked like her till she made the like genuinely down i, I know well, people always yeah. say like oh she's so down to earth but i felt like she was like kind of real there was yeah something authentic about I, her. I i've heard her on some other podcasts and i just i think she's just very um i don't know it, it was like she didn't seem like she like had too much like invested in the like perks of being the bachelorette mm-hmm. she was more like too. just That's trying to really like, be point. a human and it yeah I, I don't know i just like like her vibe so much and she didn't take it too seriously she didn't and that was one of the things i, I think like that made her appealing um yeah. That's how I really, that's how I felt about Caitlin Bristow. Like yeah. a lot of people gave her a lot of shit. She was on Chris Sewell's season, which I didn't watch, but I watched her season of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And apparently her opening line to Chris Sewell's was, I don't know much about you. I know your name's Chris. I know you're a farmer. You can plow the fuck out of my field any day. And I was like, I can see so many people hating on her for that. But like, that just makes me want to go get a drink with you. I think that's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, so uh, then she didn't win, but then she became bachelorette for i'm a not winner i am absolutely obsessed with crystal because she is an insane person yes because she does this voice like this like hey hey that was ari season right yep she shows up completely normal human voice and everyone was like what's going on with your voice and she's like about and i was like okay i remember emma lost her mind about this i was like i literally was like rewind rewind go bad and i need to know more well i have my favorite like like uh, girls who are out to lunch and like right. i think that's separate from like who do i want to hang out yeah caitlin like when she was getting all the shit for um, was it her that got all the hate because she slept with all the guys in the fantasy suite? Yeah. And then um, I th- was it Nick File mm. who said something to her? Or did he say this to Andy? He said it to one of them where he was like, if you weren't going to pick me, why'd you sleep with me? And he like said it on TV and like it was just like kind of gross. Know, and then like the 21st century. <laughs> right. And that really yeah. brought a lot of like light on the double standard that this franchise has mm-hmm. just been like shoving down our throats of like you know women are sexualized but can't be sexual yep. and um the virgin you know, the, yeah you're a slut if you sleep with someone yep. before you're engaged to them but like here are the guys who are taking yeah. yeah but don't be a fucking prude and then here are the guys that are taking the women to the fantasy suite and I they're mean, just really like, there could be a whole like analysis done like comparing like the roles on the bachelor versus the bachelorette because the like the standards are not the same mm-hmm. the the drama is not the same based on the fact that like they're judged for completely opposite things like that's a good point like have a whole other 
like set of rules that they need to be in or they're going to yeah. be like the bad guy and girls have a whole other set of rules and it's i mean it's all gender you know stereotypes societal and, like, yeah societal norms. girl that i kind of actually at first i was like what are you talking about and then i was like you know what i kind of respect this i don't remember her name but she was like one of the final girls and she was like if you sleep with the other women i can't do this anymore and i was oh. like Oh, oh, who was, was Lauren? That? Yeah, Lauren. I don't know. She, I think so. And at first I was like, okay, but like, this is the show. What did you think was going to happen? But then I was like, you know what? She has every right to feel that way. She probably didn't realize maybe how much she would love this man and yeah. like how it would feel to like, if she's someone that wants, like, she feels like she's in a relationship with this man yeah. and he's going to sleep with two other women. She, I think she has a right not to be upset with him exactly, but upset with the situation and f- have those yeah. totally valid feelings of being mm-hmm. like, I just can't be with you anymore if you're going to sleep oh, with yeah. other women. I think and it was what? Lauren from our. I think season. it was too. No, I it's think it was too. It's not possible for him to not sleep with those women either. Yeah. But, you know, and you, I, you don't have to. I try to put myself in their shoes. Like, I try to. I like to tell myself like I'm chill and like I wouldn't care, but like I would. I exactly. I would. I wouldn't even even if they were even if I you know that he wasn't sleeping with someone, I would care that he's with other people. Like if I was falling in love with a person, so I give it to the women and the men on that show. They fall in love with people. They they feel love. They have this real feeling, and you have to mm-hmm. watch as the person you feel everything for has that with seven other people. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, give I it couldn't to do it. So I actually w- what came around and I was like, I, I respect that. And she's calling him out on this. Yeah. And kind of, as you, it's almost like a double standard sort of thing. I mm. feel torn because I also remember being like girl power when Hannah B was, you know, oh, yeah. sleeping with everybody, sleeping with Peter in the windmill four times. Like, fuck yeah, girl, get it. Um, the windmill. The, the, the famous windmill. The windmill. Um, the notorious windmill. another girl I liked. That I would have lunch with. I don't remember her name, but she was one of the younger ones. She was like eighteen or nineteen, and she What's had really short hair. Short hair. Oh, Becca. Was she Becca. was Becca. I liked that Becca because she and she came off the show and she was like, "Fuck this guy." Oh yeah, she was cruel. not having. I, I follow her on Instagram. You we have the same birthday. So many people out, and I'm just like, yeah. I want it. Yeah, she's one of like the she's one of the not bachelorettes that I like. She was yeah. That I've, she like, was not follow. I think she was yeah. she was too down to earth for the show too real for the show she was was too real for the show it was too real but like i'd hang out with her i would hang out with her for sure um we would put fake parking tickets on lots of trump trucks (laughs) yeah um can we talk about some of our favorite moments from the bachelor that have happened absolutely um i think i just need to like um i just i think i just think the entirety of of uh Colton season is just like one of my um, favorite. I didn't get a chance to watch it because um well I was living in France that season. <laughs> oh um, there everyone take so a drink. I take a drink. Have, I didn't There's... have access to it in France. I didn't have access. It didn't it wasn't airing on I, I can watch it. Every time. My sister told me her Newcastle. favorite part of the podcast is when Emma talked when she lived in France. <laughs> all I have, Kate. Um <laughs> I would like to quickly plug these re- and you found them danielle too and i've read them since rachel's season by ali barthwell yes. oh yeah barthwell. They are so oh my good God. She does vulture recaps i follow her on twitter too she is so funny and her insights are genuinely like 
intriguing. Yeah. They're really, really She funny. really has like a way to make you look at things like yep. differently. Don't feel like watching the show. I just read the recaps. Oh, there I was like actually like in Oh, pain I have like from laughing. Laughing. Well, reading them. so funny. So um oh, yeah, Colton season was like just messy. He was messy. He himself is messy. And he we're going to so get messy. We're getting going to get into how messy you he is, right? When yeah. You no, I think we need to like unpack. Entire personality on someone being a virgin. You're going to yeah. have trouble because that I, gets old I, fast because it's not a person. Sean Lowe was a virgin when in his season and they did not make that the main like narrative. I, I, yeah. I mean, guess what, guys? <sighs> I was a virgin until 27 years old. And I've done, I, that's not who I am. I've been to France. <laughs> I lived in France. I like to bake when I was living in France. So that was, you know, and there's more to me than that. I mean, I, truly, like, I think he him being a virgin, Batman. him being a virgin, though, was like the least, like, insane part of that season. Because that season, he, oh, I mean, I, I have a lot of, I kind of don't think he's into women reading his cue cards like he was being held hostage it was very awkward i just don't think he likes women and it's not even that i mean it is a, almost a flag that he's that old and he's like who was a sports star and he's a virgin i mean that is totally his choice and i'm not saying that means he doesn't like women but it accompanied with the way he acts around all these women and could not seem to like form yeah i just think he didn't get like i don't know i just i don't think he had like a youth i don't think he like no because of all the sports i i don't think he like dated i don't think he had a lesson talk to girls i don't think so i think he like skipped that whole like seventh grade football players like i think he got bullied he he he, like definitely like has like social yeah that are wrong like he just doesn't he doesn't um like a nervous he doesn't make conversation party. easily very like he's very yeah awkward yeah but very like sweet he's obviously a very like sweetheart of a person Perfect but as a contestant he could not hold the show couldn't carry the, the show could not no, no way no way i mean he as jumped a freaking fence <laughs> but yeah he could he could clear a fence no problem he had no issue to carrying the bachelor as a show just chris harrison chris harrison during that scene was probably one of the funniest things ever he uh he jumped the fence does anyone have to can everyone open the door open the door of the fence it's so good (laughs) um but so that's like what happened after the show that's like kind of problematic with colton is so remember he says you know cassie leaves the show she's like can't do this and then he's like I hope her mind's not made up because my mind's not made up. And then it's like, uh oh, that feels kind of a stalker red flag to me. But like, hey, that's but just like, me. That's where I think his like he's awkward. Like he doesn't understand mm-hmm. how to like. He's like he's not. That doesn't good make with, a like, girl feel. Things. That doesn't make a girl feel wooed. It makes it a sounds, girl feel weary. Like exactly. Like something you exactly. hear in a movie. Like yes. not real life. It's something you would do in a movie. Is you would track the girl down. You know and who like, does that in a in a film? Um, Joe Goldberg from You, and he's a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Dan from yeah. Gossip Girl, coincidentally. Pen <laughs> Bagley, ben. everybody. He was really, he was really pigeonholed. Um, but so then, if you read the tabloids, you know, eventually on the show they like show you that he gets back with Cassie, and they she like entertains it or whatever. But then, like, if you, I don't know if you guys have read this lately, but he's been like Loki stalking her. He put a fucking. Oh, no. There's a restraining order out. 
no, yeah. not good. Not good. Um, no. Because he was like skulking around her apartment after they broke up and her family's apartment. And then she found a fucking tracking device under her bumper. And yeah, you didn't hear this? I didn't oh, hear like, this. Yeah, I, didn't but, tra- I, I knew he was like being weird, but. No, she had to file a restraining order yeah. because of the. And so I just think it's kind of interesting how Bachelor Nation has not addressed any of this. But like we're well, all gonna not good for the brand. When are they gonna talk about it? I don't know. They asked Chris Harrison about it, and the person well, interviewed him. We start him. the rose ceremony, everyone. Just an update on Colton. <laughs> <laughs> Criminal filing. Here is his mugshot. <laughs> he looks uh, as much like a Labrador Retriever here as he does uh, when you see him on our show. Um, speaking of just problematic people, um, I can't go on with this episode without talking about my like complete frustration, hatred, annoyance with Ari. Um, Ugh, I hate City. him. I hate you if you're listening. I really have never like felt so much anger towards a like a person that I've never met in my life. And I before he did the whoopsie daisy, he like um, was he just like I never had any kind of. I didn't like him when he was on he Emily Maynard season. I didn't really watch Emily season, but oh my god, did you hear what she just said? What she said he he reminded her of the Trivago guy. <laughs> you know he wears those jeans and he's like, I'm cool, I'm casual. Look how non-threatening I, I am with my salt and pepper I mean, hair. I I didn't think he was cute at all. I thought he was kind of like boring, but he your like face Danielle, skin crawl looks like someone did. set your feet on fire i've never <laughs> like in my life felt more like secondhand like i felt like i was I, getting like i felt up. personally attacked as well i really did like i was like i can't believe like my heart was racing how could he do this how does anyone do that to a person and then on top of that you do that on live tv you mm-hmm. i hated that you that was like genuinely and like upset. i truly like i had to like really like sit with that for a while i was like i yeah. can't believe they showed that i was I so mad like at the show it. for a while because they showed this i was like this is raw and yeah. so uncomfortable and this girl is going through heartache right now and we yeah. are watching it and it's also it like to say so she bad handled it so amazing she did yeah she, did. she was just like stoic and dignified and like i don't know how she did it like i don't i, I don't know how he, she like, didn't like rip his head off he wouldn't leave her alone either she was like i need let a her just i need a minute he's like he needed her to say i forgive you i still love you it's yeah. okay yep. go be with this other woman and he doesn't deserve that at all no but that's exactly what he did he went and knocked her up yeah he deserves to be banned from her and he's not the only one to do this jason did it right mm-hmm. jason mesnick did it that was from what my understanding was was like that season jason mesnick um say it three fat times i don't know he'll appear in the mirror um that was when bachelor bachelorette that that was when there was like a sort of like celebrity attached to it where like um when that season where he like picked a girl another girl and then chose someone else after filming or whatever that was when people and the tabloids like really started paying attention i think so yeah, I just, from there out. I've just like, I feel like that was some of the most raw like thing I've ever seen on like reality TV. I didn't think that was reality TV. I thought that was like real life. Like yeah. that's why it was hard to watch. And I just have never forgave him for that. And I, mm-hmm. I really hope he does some soul searching in his own life because the fact that you can do that to a person and hurt them that harsh in front of millions of people. 
I don't know. That, yeah, that's like really not something that had to be on camera. And I exactly. don't know why it was. I don't I, know why it was. If you don't love her, be honest. Do not like string her along. But mm-hmm. think about what you are doing in front of millions of people. Right. That's what I that's what annoyed me. Um I, I just have the the oh. entire Ben Higgins season, most particularly Lace from his season. Oh, you remember Lace? Oh was that yes. her Christian name? Yes. Or did she just come to the show. She again? was cray cray bananas. She was a trip. But I, I don't have but, much choice with a name like Lace. No. Um, I think they just got her really drunk. Am I remembering that right? Like she was always really wasted. She was very wasted, and she was very sexually charged. And oh yeah. Um, but she was. A trip. She, she was just, she did not give a shit. She was like, I'm here and I'm lace and I'm hot. And that's how she lived. And I loved it. Personality. Um, I had a favorite scene. It's a little bit of a quieter moment. Yeah. Okay. Peter Weber's season. Mm. Yeah. And it was the pool party where no one did anything. No one (laughs) swam. They barely talked. There was no cocktail party afterwards. Everyone was mad. They kind of just sat around for hours and hours and hours next Stewing to Stewing in the sun. And they called it a pool party. And for some reason, I found that to be boring and insanely hilarious. Oh <laughs> the my pool God. party where there was no swimming. He sucked as a bachelor. I liked him on Hannah's season. And then like, you know, it was know a, what he just, he didn't have enough to carry. He was very sweet, but yeah. He didn't know what, like he lists everything. The last woman that he talked to would be like, she's telling the truth. Yep. If there were like three, two sides to a story, like he'd be the worst juror in existence. Just the He just wanted to fuck his mom the whole time. So. <laughs> oh, that was right. Uh, yeah. Oh Every, God. You know, the like that base um, quote of a man's best friend is his mother. That, <laughs> that was him. Yeah. But I did like that scene. I don't know why. I like it. Um, did you guys watch? Um, did you guys watch Juan Pablo season? I didn't, but I heard he was a dick. It was. I don't think so. That's I where Claire was me. born, right? Yes. And I had. I, I have to say, I didn't watch <laughs> all her out of, of that season. Goo. Yeah. But I saw bits and pieces of it. But oh my goodness, that there's there um, Claire on mm-hmm. that season was Claire. Um, yeah. Uh, but she was going off on him, like yeah. Oh my, oh like like I Claire think does. Showed like a clip of it. I feel yeah, like. recently. Her season. Yeah. Um, that's one of my favorite moments. Also from Juan Pablo season when Andy just dumps him after he like so like they have a night together and mm-hmm. apparently he was like a complete asshole to her in the room and she goes, she's just like I'm done with you. You are. I really liked her season too. Yes. Yes. Um. But yeah, one of my favorite moments of all of Bachelor history. Um, I wanted to ask you guys if you wanted to play a fuck Mary Kill with the last three bachelors. I love which that. Which was idea. um, let me tell you, it was Ari, Colton, and Peter Weber. Fuck Mary oh, Kill. God. Yeah. Colton and Peter are like the same. All right, well <laughs> the same white guy. <laughs> Obviously, I've you know we're killing Ari because yeah <laughs> no that's uh, without a question kill Ari uh, fuck Colton even though I know he doesn't want to yeah but I don't want to marry someone that puts trackers on cars my car uh and I guess just marry and Peter was a sweet guy I think that we would I'd marry Peter yeah opening a bread and be- bed and breakfast in Vermont 
Yeah, or Maine. Yeah, Mary, Mary Peter, fuck Colton, and like kill Ari brutally. Yeah, like not like simply, like boil him alive. Like Jesus, dude, take a few days. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, Oh my god. Uh, can we talk quickly about like um if Ari does die, I know the first person the cops should <laughs> no. by the way. <laughs> I you won't die of a good alibi, bitch. But I'm just I'll gonna know. say for Becca. <laughs> Becca didn't um, redeem herself by picking that horrible xenophobe though. But yeah, she made I mean, the right call. They broke up, they broke up. It's fine. Oh good. Okay. She learned. I I would like to go over if we could just um what I call what I'm calling the essentials of Bachelor Nation. So okay. these are the types of cast members that you get every season of The Bachelor. Okay. Like who you, who, like, you know, the, the archetypes, if you will. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I love um, it. So Bachelor edition, we've got, of course, the wife. So this is the girl that's just like, she's got it together. She's a, a top runner from the start. Like, yeah. I'm going to have this guy's babies. Mm-hmm. Here I am. She's building her better lives. In her closet. She's mm-hmm. ready. Um, so that's like and her carry on. And then you got the like girl next door. So she's like not like the other girls so much, but she's like just simple and probably from the south. I'm a guy's guy. Yeah, she like chills. She's like, yeah, I just, like, like beer pong and pizza. It's I have I, like, brothers. My dad <laughs> taught me to hunt. In hometown. Eighteen brothers, so I'm right at home. Tractor, deal with it. <laughs> at hometowns, they they go on like a tractor, and she's like, "This there's, is what I grew up on." There's yep. a barbecue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Where's flannel? There's oh. the comic relief, of course. There's the people that like definitely are not going to make it to like probably the top five, but like they are the probably the funniest parts, and they mm-hmm. like have the best like little quippy one liners. I would like to throw in the guy with the puppet. For that <laughs> oh fuck! Was, Remember that, that? thing in the whole world. The editors just had a field day with that. What, oh, what was the, the uh, guy um who said "you boom" or uh, "you booya" or "you blow"? Remember that guy? He like took his shirt off a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he um, streak? Yeah. Oh yeah. And everyone and that other guy was like really mad about shaboom. It wasn't a shaboom. shaboom? Yeah. God, how did I forget that? Sorry, um, Daniel. Go on. I got the the stage five clinger. Cool. I've got the princess, <laughs> aka Corinne. Oh remember my god! Remember the girl who had Corinne. a fucking nanny at yeah. like twenty-seven. Yeah. Um. Anyway, had a what? She had a nanny. She had a nanny. nanny. What? She was, she was our age. <laughs> okay. You. Whoa. Wait. <laughs> you don't mean for like a child no. that she has? It no, no. In charge nanny. of her. You it, don't call her. it a nanny anymore. You call it like a valet. Or like, well, she called it a nanny, and she was very, she she very close to her nanny, and like she had like a whole like story arc about but she loves her nanny. Anyway, assistant. Um. Oh, and then I have um the incredibly sexual one, so the one that's just like ready to fuck the second they like get out of the limo. And then of course you have the villain. You always have to have a villain. Every oh, you gotta time. have the villain. Yeah, the villain lasts a while too. That they're the most interesting. This new guy that they just brought in for Tasha, um, the first one on the limo, I think his name is like Spencer or Steven. and he was mm-hmm. in the he was in Bachelor Mansion for like 0.5 seconds. Was like, all right, I'm gonna take Tasha, and then he just immediately targeted on his back. He's the new villain. Um, uh, one villain I did not have fun with and and didn't want to last. Was that racist guy that um 
that guy, other guy kept calling him a snake. Oh, fuck. Was it Chad who ate the lunch meat? Low key slash high key racist. Like, just the way he, like, would egg on and, like, try and instigate things with the the black men. Yeah. Was it? Oh, oh, yeah. And I was like, this isn't even fun to watch. Like, I just wanted to go. Like, this isn't a fun villain. This is just. (laughs) What about Luke on Hannah's season? Hannah Brown's season? Luke, who, like, um, was it Luke? Is that what I'm talking about? I don't know if he was racist, but probably just by like he looking was probably at him. Like, I, I think um, there was someone who was racist on Hannah's season, though. I think there was like moments like that. Um, I'm but the th- racist bachelorette contestant, and it's not going to tell me what I want to know. It's not going to be <laughs> very them. definitive. There might be a couple pages. Um, I guess we should get into why we watch this. Oh, sure. horrible dumpster fire, like. I think because at the end of the day, despite it all, you want to root for someone to find someone. I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, even though I'm cynical about it, I am a romantic and watching people that even if it's like a very like, um, like far apart thread, it's like you connect to these people in the Mm -hmm. sense that you're like that is what I want. And I'm, they're very similar to me. I want the same types of things and it is hard to meet people. So I think it's a very, um, you you relate to it and it, it's, it's a, it's nice to want to have someone find their person and connect and build Mm -hmm. love. So absolutely. And of course you want to root for them. You want to root for the people that you feel like you are you. And I do feel like lately the leads have been getting a little more um realistic like Great. that whole thing where like we were just talking about like luke not wanting to be on hannah's season because she was gonna have sex with the guys and sex before marriage and then her being like um oh what did she say remember that like famous line where she's like i have had sex and jesus still loves me <laughs> like i just found that to be so like like can everyone just get rid of these antiquated notions and just all this like ugh, pressure um, like the contestant who was it who was it Lee Garrett, the songwriter. Lee. Lee. That sounds so he familiar. He looks like how you imagine him, I'm sure. And I remember just like genuinely hating him and not having fun watching him do anything. Let me see. Oh shit. He's got yep. that like I remember hair. this mm-hmm. motherfucker. We watched that together. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I interrupted, but no, and then they put him on the two-on-one date with Kenny, the black guy. Yeah, and yes, they did. Like, You're right. And Lee kept trying to say, like, Kenny's being aggressive to me, and mm-hmm. he's just not as, like, he, he's dangerous. And I was like, this is, like, next he's going to be, like. And they put him on Rachel's season. Ugh. Yeah, that was so weird. That's, that's fucking shitty producers, man. Ugh. And it's not hard to, like, his past. I like, loved Kenny. Kenny King. Stuff, Kenny was cool. His past tweets were disgusting yeah just yeah i mean i i I will say there is definitely still like leaps and bounds that the show has to go to like show more inclusivity and more the fact that it's 2020 and we just got the first black bachelor and it hasn't even aired yet like that is yeah it yeah it's hopefully in the light of current events 20 years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we will see more inclusivity in general but mm-hmm. yeah i i hope they can and not even just like not even just like 
obviously like members of our black and brown community but like like i feel like there's like no representation of like asian like culture oh there's uh, like yeah. as much or like at all honestly yeah. like i can't like think of it anyone like, that's not white it's like ugh. yeah or, it's, er, even eric was like what about like a queer bachelor or bachelor well see like, that's a whole other topic that i wish i wonder that how had. it would work to be honest yeah to have like an all-female season or something because wouldn't you just fall in love maybe possibly with one of the other contestants it's I well think tequila tequila yeah had a, had a... is more inclusivity in terms of like body sizes oh that would be like fucking looks. great like they all there's look... a lot that there's a lot of places the show has to go but you know it's all these women in their fucking dresses they bought with their 401ks looking like all they're gonna zeros all perfect pass skin, out perfect meanwhile hair. i'm going ham pun very much intended on a charcuterie board drinking tons of wine i had reese's peanut butter cups for dinner yeah feeling like absolute trash while i'm like doing this or or just showing um different different economic statuses like i feel like every bachelor is a you know fortune 500 executive or a a business owner which is fine if you want to have people that but when the show started people on tv (laughs) let's watch the wire you know But when the show started, like, that was The Bachelor. He had sports cars. And well, because do you remember the show Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? Oh, yeah. That was, like, like, a big influence for this show. Was mm-hmm. that, like, that there was, like, women that wanted to go. Did that predate Bachelor? Yes. Oh. I did not realize. Hmm. At least that's what I read. But, like, that makes sense, though. It's, like, there's these women that are, like, out to marry wealthy men. So, mm-hmm. I mean, reality TV is a lot of it is fantasy mm-hmm. but i feel like Entirely. we've done that you know maybe let's try something new hmm. see what happens all i'm saying is tila tequila had a really great inclusive season of uh shot at love mm-hmm. where she she had women and men because mm-hmm. she was into both and it, it ended poorly but it was still great and it was still representation like yeah yeah, but mm. I think over time we'll see more of that, which at least I'm hopeful yeah. that we will. But I think that like for a long time I had to hide that this was a television show I enjoyed and like oh, yeah. you oh, know people made fun of it mercilessly. Yeah. People made fun of not it, like people made fun of people who watched it and enjoyed it. Right. And so I think there's a difference between watching it and watching it and enjoying it but with a critical eye, which is like I don't know what like deep down I like to believe I'm a good person and I think that's what I mm-hmm. you know I like I said I think anyone who judges anyone for watching a reality tv show doesn't understand like, how there's other things to worry about yeah so that's the thing I'm like you don't have to me enjoying this is really not putting any harm to anyone mm-hmm. and if you are really finding that like this offensive you don't have to watch it like with any reality show though it's like people have this stigma about it i'm like it's entertainment it's not me Mm -hmm. living my life by these morals or these ideals it's me having an escaped reality for a night yeah but i i I had a lot of hesitation about telling people i watched it specific people like not not Mm -hmm. everyone a lot of my friends do watch it but there were some people that in my like college that i yeah felt like were judging me because or judging my intelligence because of what I watched, yeah. or judging my my yeah, art school, definitely. Oh yeah, girls that liked Bachelor were like 
That's why we had we could never watch it in like the big lounge. Like that was why we only ever watched it in our dorm room. Yeah, it, it it's a frustrating thing too because I feel like you were oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> why are they making us wear masks? Oh my, God. my body, my choice. <laughs> my lounge, my bachelor. Oh, but but it's okay to watch it as we're learning because all it's doing is, um, as Kate put it, giving us someone to root for and watching hopefully a love story. It's it's yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you just need. And also, it really does make you think, like, it puts you in that person's shoes for a second. And it also makes you think, wow, I wish I saw people who looked like me on this show. And then if nobody's watching it, there's nobody there to point out the issues. That's true. I mean, it's, it's people who, you know, are saying, like, it's unrealistic or... It's, it's yeah, it's this a television it's, show, it, and it's like it's at the end of the day, it is like not meant to be. Like Emma said, it's fantasy. And if we didn't, if we if we thought about that for everything, we would literally have like no Van Gogh paintings because none of them are realistic enough to be like that's a real paint, like that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's the beauty in it for it. Yeah. You have to be able to like take it with like a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, little baby Emma, are you falling asleep down there? It's past my bedtime. It's hella past my bedtime too. Me Where are too. we at for time? In Maine, it gets pitch black at four thirty. <laughs> Dude, so it was getting me, dark at like three here. I was like, what the PM, fuck? I was like, it's the middle of like my aunt Cara was like, oh, I'm gonna stop over for a bit. And I'm like, it's the middle of the night, Aunt Cara. It was literally <laughs> the middle of the night. It's so bad. I who who voted daylight savings to stay? Oh. I'd also like to give a quick shout out to my aunt Cara. Okay. Watching the princess switch with me last night. <laughs> um, and I just want to thank her for, for, for indulging me in that. And I don't, I think she had fun. How was, how was it? I, oh, the princess switch Kate. It's a Vanessa Hudgens vehicle. Oh a yeah. Christmas, uh, Netflix cinematic universe. Okay. Um, it's a Vanessa Hudgens on one hand, she's a baker from Chicago. Of course. Already, I'm loving this. The other hand... Wait, the baker in the big city, not the small town? What a no, twist. They, move, they go to Belvaria or whatever the made-up town is. And, oh my god, my aunt said something so stupid. She was like, isn't that the country from Princess Diary? Oh, that is Genovia! Genovia, actually. Uh, that's Genovia. It's, it's, if you say it properly, it's Genovia. Genovia! <laughs> um... And then she runs into Vanessa Hudgens, Duchess of Montenegro. So a Lizzie McGuire moment happens? It's basically Parent Trap, but Christmas and- um, And Lizzie McGuire movie. Romance. And the hot guy from Nashville is on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, And this other hot guy I've never seen before, but he can't act. And he was only cast because he looks really good without a shirt on. Nice. tracks. uh, I highly recommend this movie. It's pretty damn awful. All right. Great time watching it. All right, I'm ready for some nice holiday cheer. I had a great third time watching it last night. It was my third time seeing it. And guess what? There's a sequel, and I didn't know there was a sequel. And I saw a trailer for it, and there's a third Vanessa Hudgens in the sequel. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait. There's three of them? There's three of them. One of them's blonde. Are they related? I can't wait. 
they they said at the beginning this so the exposition in this movie is like they really knock you over the head with it they're like oh it's my favorite goddaughter who loves ballet like that kind of stuff it's like i like to plan like that's literally like lines oh my god i can't wait and one of the characters uh oh they are like you did have a cousin that moved to america so it's possible that you're related Uh uh-huh yeah all right wow okay well then that's my homework recommend it highly enough awesome (laughs) all right guys uh that was my plug um are we gonna what are we doing next week are we gonna keep talking about the spinoffs of bachelor because i Um, feel like bachelor in paradise gave us some characters that we didn't we could the next one i have written down is our target episode so if we want to like spread bachelor out a bit we can yeah okay I'm cool with that. We too. can dip our toes into Bachelor in Paradise while we talk about the Bachelor recap. Fair. Okay. True. You're right. We make the rules. You're it's seeing our show behind the curtains, listeners. <laughs> the cutting room floor. Cutting room, a little planning Ooh, to make here. sure that you guys can uh, keep up and know what's going on uh, once we figure it out. Make sure you are liking and subscribing on itunes or wherever you get your podcast and while you're on itunes you should leave us a lovely little review and give us a rating review helps us out also make sure that you are following all of our social medias we are on instagram facebook and twitter um not really active on twitter so don't be disappointed but instagram we are a hot a hot Instagram. instagram again daniel what was that instagram it is i believe embrace the basic pod so yeah, give us a follow, give us a like, make sure that you are watching our stories and interacting with our activities. And yeah, yeah we will. So if we are talking about Target next week. Target. Guys, I just went to, tar- I'll, maybe I'll say this story. Literally went to Target for some sponges literally tonight. Spent yeah. $100. <gasps> I can't wait to hear. I. So and all this and more next week on Target. Embrace the Basic. Near me. Oh, I'm just crying because there's no targets by her. No targets in Maine near me. Oh, no, you're too close to Canada. I'm really close to Canada. I'm an hour away from Canada. But they won't let because of coronavirus. Oh, you're missing out on that Daddy Trudeau dick. So close. So far away. Nice eyebrows. Awesome. Well, until next time. Until next time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Live. Coming to you live. I really do mean it when I say your eyebrows look phenomenal. Get close to the mic, bitch. <laughs>